Season 3, episode 20 of The Deacon and the Doctor, we discuss the debt ceiling ceiling and the potential of the United States going into default. We talk about continued gun violence in this country, and we talk about NBA players, some making very good decisions and some making not very good decisions, and the advice from a 102-year young doctor on the key to a long life. Check us out, Deacon and the Doctor. Welcome to the Deacon and the Doctor. I'm Deacon Bill. And I'm Dr. Rhonda. And this is a podcast where we are going to talk about real events, like we're sitting at the kitchen table at home. We are sitting at the kitchen table, folks. So pull up a chair and come and join us, and welcome to the Deacon. And the Doctor. Welcome to the Deacon and the Doctor. Quick disclaimer here. The views that we express on this show... Our views, people, our views. ...are just ours. They don't represent the views of the Catholic Church or any church within the Catholic Church or any other church. Or any educational institution. It is the Doctor's views or my views, and that's it. But we're also looking to learn more about what you think on the show. So please share with us. You can reach us on Twitter... Uh, or Instagram, or any of those other social media ways that you reach people. Uh, But we'd love to hear your thoughts on topics uh, or anything else you'd like us to to do on this show, because the deacon and the doctor should be inclusive for everybody. So thanks for joining us. Good day, Deacon Bill. Hello, Dr. Rhonda. And what do you want to talk about? This week. So we can either start with guns or debt ceiling. What are we starting with? I'm tired of talking about guns. So we're talking about the debt ceiling, man. They met. What'd they say? They still fighting with each other. You know, the president and the Congress peoples cannot come to an agreement on how to settle this country's debt. Isn't this like an ongoing thing? I feel like it happens all the time, yes. So, the idea now is, how is the country going to reconcile? Are they going to raise the debt ceiling? Or are they going to cut spending? Well, I don't think they're going to cut spending. Because nobody wants to stop spending. Right. But I think we, at some point in time, you know... I don't know. I heard a statistic. It was talking about the billions of people that are, on, you know, have high credit card mm-hmm. and just live off the credit cards. So, I mean, seems to be the American way for some. Well, if your government's doing it, why can't you do it? Well, you're paying a lot more to do it than the government is. So, yeah, I I think that some of this, you know, we talk about the deficit I feel like some of it is, I don't I want to say artificial. I mean, it's a thing, but I, I, I do, you know, like when we go from like the country is in the most massive deficit it's ever been in, in the history of the country. And then like a week later, like, oh, we're in a surplus. Or, you know, like just right. seems to like, I'm like, how are we measuring this? Yeah. You know, but when you control the money, you, you can, can control the debt. Right. We need to make more money. Oh, we need to stop making money. Yeah. So, yeah. 
I mean, yeah, it's all, it's all probably fake news, but news nonetheless. But to your point, we got two weeks to come to some sort of a, here's what I was thinking though. You know, like we have some pretty radical voices in Congress right now. I feel like some people are okay with this potential default because they feel like it would cause the creation of like a whole new system. Like, and mm. I think that's what they're looking for. A whole new system. Like we do away with this government. You know, like, oh, you think people like, are those people folks are, are okay to, with January sixth? Trying to make that are elected officials trying to sitting move. on Capitol Hill. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that those individuals that were okay with January sixth might be the individuals that would promote a anarchy. Yes. Yes. So I don't think that that's a good idea. But some people think it's a good enough idea to put them on Capitol Hill. Well, I mean, and allow them to have, make decisions. We have extremes in all. You have folks that are, you know, ultra conservative. You have yes. folks that are ultra liberal that are on, that are representing parts of this country. Yes. So that's the way it is. That's that's part of our democracy or republic, republic. as you would say. We are a republic. We are not a democracy. That is correct. All right. So we do have to talk a little bit about guns. Uh, we had the infamous event, uh, the 200th uh, gun-related mass killing uh, this year. Uh, happened this past week. The mall down in Texas. And I think already just since then, we're already three more. So I think we're at 203 now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we continue to... Um, what I would say, we, we continue to put our heads in the sand as as a people. Yeah, I mean, we could do, th- like, you could change policy, but then didn't a, uh, uh, one of the courts just said that they struck down, like, an age restriction on... One of the states, uh, I forget which state, but one of the states, might have been. I think it was Virginia. Yeah, was trying to restrict purchasing of guns uh let's say 21 i forget what the exact right so yeah yeah. and the high court said no that's illegal and again that's fine i mean that's the role of what the courts do they look at the existing laws and tell you what can and can't do but um so it's up to the legislation in that state to pass new laws to make that okay but uh to your point the culture in this country does not seem to ever want to allow for any res- any regulations or restrictions on these right. these guns. Like I said, something my, my, doesn't seem to be working in the current way we're doing something right. Yeah, and with it seems uh, more. I don't know. Like, are these are the people that are doing these shootings? Do they have? Is it mental health that we need to address? Um, but like the the sheriff down in Texas said, me- mental health. You know, like people always like to say, guns don't kill people. People kill people, right? Mental health doesn't pull the trigger. You know, people pull the trigger, right? So that's true. You know, how are we? Like my whole thing is this. I- I'm not saying that gun control is what will fix this. I'm not saying that. 
There well, is. I'm not saying I, there's one easy fix to this problem. I'm just saying we continue to do nothing as a culture, as a people, and expect right. something different. Something different is going to happen, and it's right. Not. Well, I mean, what happens is you get less people willing to go and be in those mass, you know, areas where there are mass of people congregated. Right. right? So you know, you know me, and my stance on people. I'm going to limit my exposure to those many, many people. But, you know, like, what's the point? If, 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 if there's a chance of being in danger just by being a bystander. Yeah. Like, what am I going to go and put myself in that situation for? You know, it just doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like it's, it's worth it. I agree. A stray bullet can kill me. I don't know why the person shooting. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be in that need to be overly aware of my circumstances. Right. If I want to go shopping, which I don't shop, so here you go. Um, That's right. Amazon's my best friend yeah. when it comes to shopping. But, you know, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, to me, you got innocent people that are out there trying to just enjoy their day right ruined by someone who had a bad day and feels like i can use a gun to shoot these well in some cases they're targeting specific groups of people that frequent these areas right i mean some of this is very calculated some of it some of it is planned but some seems to be i mean i guess yeah we can say it's all it's we can say that it's all planned. Because they had the gun with them. You, you plan to bring a gun right. and shoot somebody. Right. But, you know, it's one thing if it's, I, I'm intending to shoot you. And I shoot another person by accident. But that doesn't seem to be the case. No. So, well, hopefully, well, things will change. But change is hard and change takes a long time. Yeah. Another gun issue, uh, player basketball player who's already been suspended that dude needs to for be for showing a gun in an Instagram post decided John Morant from the Grizzlies Memphis Grizzlies decided to show another gun and in the, another and Instagram the Grizzlies post proceeded to suspend him. him which I believe you know like what is this young man thinking or not thinking he's thinking that he's gonna play up that he's this this, you, you play know, basketball for a living, that, dude. That, you that play he basketball. Is this, this person, like you know, he's on this side of that that gangster mentality. Like, look at me, I'm tough. I'm I'm all this. And look, I don't know his upbringing, and I don't know what his past is. I just know the very infrequent dealings that I've had with people who are about that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know what they don't do. They're not brandishing guns. They're not showing pictures of themselves with guns. They're not right. advertising to you. Hey, I got this gun. That they're criminals. They real hardcore criminals don't have to do it. Right. But so here's the thing: like, who does he have around him? People that want that money. But that's it. You know, they just think, saying yes I, to him. I yes, think, yes, yes. I think about other other young people right. that have come into the money. That the NBA, NFL, and other sports, you know, allow them to have. 
and they seem to either have and they come from areas that are tough areas right but they don't they have not done this this young man i think is from south carolina um and it's just like what's the what i i just want to wonder what the um glory is for like why do you need to have a you know brandish the gun do all this stuff on you, instagram you want everybody to think you're the tough guy you know he's a he's not like that that big macho player right he's a guard so you know he's just trying to come across just I make, think, is this tough guy but why why not just make your money and keep it moving like i don't i don't get that that's what like, i would recommend he does just Play basketball. Have yeah. fun playing basketball. Go already, out to the club and enjoy yourself. You already had your income affected once. You're going to have your income affected again. So what do you think the ramifications will be this time around? Because what the first time... How the many league games? suspended him eight games the first time he did it. So how many games is he suspended? Because he, technically, what has he done? What, yeah. is the, what is the NBA called? He's, he's done nothing illegal. Like, I hear a lot of people saying, well, he hasn't broken any laws. I didn't say he broke any laws. Here's the thing, though. This organization that you work for, they pay you millions of dollars to be the face of their franchise. They have certain expectations for you to live up to to be the face of their franchise. Right. I'm sure this isn't that. Some moral clause or right. something in his contract that he's yeah. agreed, agreed to. I'm not saying he's going to be arrested or anything like that. I'm just saying he's affecting his paycheck, which doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I, I mean... I I never made hundreds of millions, so I don't know. But if I'm making hundreds of millions, well, he's not making hundreds of millions. He's making tens of millions. But yeah. Oh uh, well, he's affecting his. But he's affecting his income by doing this. Okay, ten million. I ain't made that either. So. <laughs> and uh, but no, I I a- think anybody want to pay me ten million, I'm right here. Um, but I think he could see like a twenty game suspension at the start of the season. You know, like, the suspension now is by the team, so this doesn't really affect anything because um, your pay is based on the games you play and not on practice or off-season right. workouts, right? But, I mean, and then the other thing is he's not even – like, they're in the off-season right now. Yeah, they just lost to the Lakers, right? The well, first they lost the a long, like, few weeks ago right. to the Lakers. So you've been off. You off. Go do something. Go to the beach. Go – like this is how he wants to spend his time. I just it doesn't make sense. He needs to some me. people around him to kind of sit him down and and correct that. Like and then yeah, and talk I, about I would, what happens in the real world. Do these NBA players, the young folks that are coming in, do they have mentors that that Defense. that you know of? Absolutely. I mean, Defense. like so. This I is think what about, makes LeBron James's story that much more remarkable. Yeah, no, that's what I was gonna say. And like, do you think about a young LeBron that's straight out of Akron? Because at you know. sixteen, he's on ESPN. Like ESPN is showing his high school games. Right. He's on Sports Illustrated. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I mean, yeah, you know, his mother was raising him, right? Single mom. Right. You know, and whatever other. But you like know, to me, to me, that, I feel like LeBron t- took on the the fact that hey, this is my way to to come uh, out of this. this right, but uh, just and who who was talking? Who was in 
That's where I'm saying who I, was in his ear I talking. I think he was to in him. everybody else's ear. That's what I'm saying. Get, like getting, that's just how remarkable. Getting a human information being he is. from them. Hey, yeah. give me some advice on this. You know, you think that's what it was? Because I mean, the guys. I, I think that, he's just a genius. The I, guys I mean, that he has around him are the same guys that he grew up with that have seemed to be able to also transcend right into this next level and do well with him. Like, hey, you talking about somebody? But I'm sure there's some friends along the way that were cut off. I'm sure he was able to pick and choose that, right? He had enough understanding of... But did he? You're like, going to empower 18- me. You're going to help me. What 18-year-old has that, that... I think he's the only one. That's what I'm saying. Like, but, I mean, same, same, thrust but, into the limelight, giving millions of dollars. Like Nike Col- signed him to a big contract early. Kobe was the same way. But Kobe had his father, who was a professional had, athlete. So yeah, he has that advice. That's, but that's he was an cut advantage. off. He was cut off. He, he and his parents kind of broke ties when he got married. So that was early well, but on. He was older at that point. I'm just saying, he wasn't like, when, that when old. He got drafted. He, he, he had, still had somebody yeah, to advise him, right? Perhaps. You know, and and he had grown up in that life. Right, so he understood the you know yeah the the system and what was going on, right. what was what was happening. Yeah, that's true. But I I think that's why I say like as extraordinary as LeBron's physical gifts are, I think the fact that he's built, you know, all of his businesses basically on his own, on on his own terms with his group. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, and he didn't sell out to anybody. Yeah, he did it his way. And has, you know... Continued to do it his way. Just continued, yeah. yeah. Well, Absolutely amazing. A um, little bit, I thought this was a funny story this week in basketball. So the Lakers just beat the Warriors. Right. And uh, one of the role players for the Lakers, a guy named Lonnie Walker. Uh-huh. Uh, in the game four, he, like, out of nowhere, scored 15 points in the fourth quarter. The only Lakers since Kobe Bryant. Who's been that. able to do that, right? Yeah. And without that effort, they don't win that game and maybe not win the series, right? Mm-hmm. So after the series is over, he goes up to Steph Curry and asks him for a jersey. Right? Okay. So Steph, being the gracious guy that he is, gives him a jersey and signs it. But in the note that he signs the jersey, I'll never forgive you for game four. Or Steph Curry. <laughs> well, so I thought that hey, was pretty funny. Yeah. Yep, the Warriors are out. But we'll see how far the Lakers go. Um, are, are, do you think the Lakers win at all? No. No. Do you, Den- how, Denver, how do you think Denver? Denver's yeah, not. I Denver the might Lakers, sweep them. The Lakers aren't, aren't going to. They're gonna, not beating Denver. Okay. No. We'll see. Nikola Jokic, I, the, the Lakers just don't have a player who's physically strong enough to keep Jokic from doing what he does. And I don't think the Lakers can score with Denver. I think the same thing in the East. You've got the Miami Heat playing the Boston Celtics. Heat, great story. The eighth seed made the Eastern Conference Finals. Great. I just don't think they can score. You're enough. calling a Celtics Nuggets. Celtics Nuggets. Yeah. Now, the only caveat I'll make. Okay. Is that everybody in the networks, ABC, everybody right. in the NBA, All right. wants Lakers, Celtics. Of course. So if you see Jokic, this is how you know. If you see Jokic get 3,000 in the first quarter in game one. Then, then the referees <laughs> want it to. Then you'll know. Yeah. No. 
Like that would bring back that Lakers Celtic rivalry. That's what everybody wants that you, to see. That you, that you. I mean, yeah. I I know in the eighties, that's yeah. what we always saw. Right, right. So. The, the old Magic versus Bird days, right? Yep. Um, another story, somewhat sports related, that I saw. Going back to kind of what we we're talking about with the LeBron and the the John Morant. Um, do you remember Vinny Johnson? He had the nickname the microwave, played for the Pistons in the 80s. I remember with the, the bad name. boy Pistons. Yeah. So he was like a six six man. He would just come off the bench and shoot and score. Like didn't play much defense. Played several years in the league, made about six million dollars. Okay. You know, playing and in endorsements. The, right. Right? How much do you think he's worth now? Take a wild guess. Uh. I mean, clearly he must be worth more than six million because you're talking about a couple, couple bucks more. So, give me the figure. Four hundred million. So what did he do with he's his? The, so what did he do with his CEO six, of a billion dollar company? What did he do with his six million dollars? So over time, he started a couple of different businesses, um, doing like some home repair stuff, some automotive repair stuff, some then like selling equipment. Like, just started, like, these different enterprises mm-hmm. and just eventually built all of that into this billion-dollar business that he still re- retains some interest in. You know okay. I mean? I'm sure, he, yeah. I'm sure he's not doing the day-to-day like he of was, course, right? Of course not, yeah. Uh, but just a remarkable story. And then in the same week that Vinny's story um, comes to light, uh, a player uh, from the NFL, Greg Hardy, who played a number of teams, including I think he finished with the Cowboys. Um, he made all told about eighteen million dollars uh, in salary. Uh-huh. Uh Was a defensive end, you know, guy who could get to the quarterback that type. But always um, got in trouble, like a lot of suspensions, things like that. Ended up when he was at the Cowboys, got suspended for like half the season um, for different things. Uh, he made the news because he's working like in a, a Walmart somewhere and I don't know. Oh, Midwest. has no money. No money, yeah. yeah. Now he claims it's all, you know, fake news, but I, What you doing in the Walmart? Eighteen million dollars later. But that just goes to show like you know. there's no there's no financial advisement on right. how to manage your money, right? Right. So Speaking of managing money, how about air? And that whole <laughs> way that they show how the movie air for those how, that don't how know. Michael Jordan. Yeah. You know. I or, thought I thought that was a very good movie. Um no spoiler review. It's it's uh, either already out or will soon be out on Amazon Prime. So those of you that have Prime, uh check it out. Air. It's the story, like Rhonda said, of Nike, how they signed Michael Jordan. Yeah. Out of college. You know, and I, one of the things that the movie brings up, yeah, is, you know, Jordan was the third pick in that draft. Yeah. Right? Who was the first? Bowie? No, the first Sam pick Bowie? was uh, Hakeem Olajuwon. Okay, Olajuwon. So, I don't think anybody's going to fault the Rockets for, no. for drafting Olajuwon. Um, and that worked out for them, too. They won two titles. The, right. the two years Jordan wasn't playing, they won, they won, they won those they won two titles. titles. Yeah. Would they have won if Jordan was playing? <laughs> no. That's the question. Uh, but, uh, right, the second pick was Sam Bowie. Who's Sam Bowie? Nobody knows. Yeah. You know. Um, and then the third pick, right, Michael Jordan. But what's, you know, like the movie just kind of talks about how Nike took a chance. And right. And obviously it paid out for everybody, but... 
you know, the the scene I really love was how, you know, Michael's mother really stepped in to kind of do the, the negotiating. Yeah. And... You know you got to keep mamas happy. <laughs> if mama ain't happy, nobody's happy. Um, so. But the Jordan family was really able to, to work with Nike to secure what was really the first of its kind um, where the athlete got a percentage of the gross right. sales, right? Yeah, that's you why know, Jordan's a billionaire now, right? At Is least, it? yeah. Well, he he's owns Thanks. the Charlotte uh, Hornets or Bobcats, whoever they are. Bobcats. Bobcats. Yeah. Yeah. No. Hornets moved to New Orleans, right? Yeah. Um, showing my age, I know. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, I mean, he's he's an owner of an NBA team now, right? Yeah. Uh, and he was linked uh, at one point to the Washington uh, sale. Oh yeah, one of the groups. Yeah, fortunately that's not going to happen. But but Magic Johnson is on the winning bid team. What you know the the Josh Harris bid right includes uh, Magic Johnson. So that'll be cool to have him around more. Well, he has a presence in the county already. That's right with the Magic Johnson theater and, and yeah, some... where the old Capitol Center used to be. He had like he built all of that up. I think. Yep. I mean, his company. Not well, yeah. The movie theater's still there and some other... Like, he was integral in try- getting that going. Yeah. Um. So he has invested in the community quite a bit here. Um. So, and it's good to see him still having an interest in investing in the area. So, um, was very excited, though, Friday when I heard the news that... Uh, the Washington Commanders would potentially be under new ownership uh, before the the season kicks off. I think that's what we were all expecting, but it, it's been we knew this was coming. I mean, you act like it's new. It's new news. It's old news. Old news, but Friday was when it became much closer to reality. Yeah, and so there's still some drama because it's Dan Snyder, and you know, drama Dan always. You Nothing know. can be drama free with Dan. <laughs> no. Um, the other thing I found that I didn't realize he has he's like a million dollars in debt to the NFL. A billion dollars. B. Yeah, billion with a B. What's he in a million dollars worth of debt? He's to the NFL. Like, I guess or? when the minority owners that were with him left, like two three years ago, uh-huh. the NFL basically bought them out. Oh, okay, so and he he's has never to, paid that. He back. has to pay. So Which, he, so why if if your if your minority owners leave, you you wouldn't pay them to leave. They just left, or well, the no, N- they got paid. They got paid from the NFL, right? And because they were like, we gotta go. We don't want any parts right, of this. Right. And the NFL was like, okay, we'll buy your your interest in. How can the NFL do that? I don't know. I didn't like, know anything about to me, this. To me, this seems like a little bit shady. I agree. Like I'm the, I'm the grand pooba, and I'm, I I think these yeah. people to get their little bit of stakes in these. So the NFL's making money off of not that the NFL's not making money off the teams Everything. anyway, right? But it just doesn't seem right that they're. My best guess is that these other owners were like, we know what's going on, and they didn't want any parts of it, and it ain't gonna get connected to to me. Number one, mm-hmm. and number two. I'm going public with everything. And so the NFL is like, Here's here you money. go. Yeah. Take, go ahead and go somewhere else. Find another team to yeah. be a part of. I, I think that's what happened. Hush up. That was hush money then. I think so. 
Could be. Could be. I think so. I mean, that's what money does. More <laughs> money, more problems. More money, more problems. The other thing, this is the most Washington Commanders thing ever, right? They're under investigation right now. For because what? they might have very stupidly contacted Andrew Luck. Like when they signed Carson Wentz last year. Uh-huh. Apparently the story now is that they first contacted Andrew Luck's agent to see if he wants to come out of retirement. So they might lose a draft. Like Miami lost their first round draft pick. It's, it's against the rules to talk to, talk to yeah, players that are retired? Because Andrew Luck still has contractual years with the oh, Indianapolis with Annapolis Colts. So they have to go to the Colts and request right. permission to chat with him. Oh, okay. Well, boy. And even I know that. So how does Ron Rivera not know that? But like that would just be the most Washington thing ever. You know? Well, yes, probably. Um, and for Dan Snyder on his way out to like take that draft pick with him and be like, ah, suckers. Like I could just, ah, crazy. But yeah, Miami lost. A fr- I mean, they could lose a first round pick for this. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll wait and see if that happens. Okay. You're not a Commanders fan anyway. I know. I'm a Navy fan. Yes, okay. Go but look, Navy. let's leave it on this, okay? You talked about mentoring. All right, here's some mentoring. I read an article uh, of a doctor. She is a medical doctor, but she believes very strongly her whole life in holistic medicine, which means she should have been my doctor because I believe in that too. She is 102 years young. All right. And she had one piece of advice for living a good life. What's that? Do not let negative energy take your joy. That's right. Don't let anybody steal your joy. I'm with her. So basically what she talked about how like negative feelings, like anger, fear, frustration, this all drains us. So you need to stop letting it drain you, Bill. Stop letting it drain you. And be... Let it go. Be joyful. And she said, focus on what you can control. And focus on the moment. And that's how she's lived to be 102, still going strong. That's awesome. So, just like Deacon and the doctor, we're not 102, but we're still going strong. Yeah, if you add our age together, we oh, not quite. Because <laughs> only one of us is over 50. That's right. Well, thanks everybody for another great week. We appreciate you staying with us. Tell your friends all about Deacon and the doctor, and we'll see you. Next time.